Yeah, I want to show some love, give some support to my boy Devin, founder of You Talk Nation. Continue with success, brother, and all I got to say is, it ain't no me without you, baby. It ain't no me without you, baby. It ain't no me without you, baby. Yeah. You talk, baby. You talk is the people show. Look, you talk, let the people know. Look, yeah. This is hurricane season Only legends come up out there You like Chris and Tegan Name a letter better double you That's what we preaching Hurricane force wins Whenever we breezing Got rings for a reason Look, we treat a gator like the swamp people And some of like the black people And for my dogs, I will drive people Just being frank, I got they flank like a cornerback And I ain't even much a Florida cat But hurricanes, I know more than the most Cause I seen them turn our houses into boats That's that real talk, baby I hope you was taking notes That's the real talk, baby Yellow Nation, coast to coast Is that Utah Yeah It's Utah, baby Yeah It's Utah, baby Number one podcast Utah family What go on, what go on This your boy D and I got our boy Larry Frank Jr. that's going to be joining us in a little while as well. And I want to welcome you all to another show of Utah. And y'all know how we start off every show. It ain't no me. Without you, baby. Kane Nation, what's going on? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to everyone. I hope everyone had a great week. I hope everyone is doing well. It's Friday night. It's the end of the week. And we're going to talk about some things tonight. We're going to talk about some things tonight, man. I hope you all been doing good, man. First week of spring practice. And I want to know your thoughts. I want to know what you've been hearing. What's the word? What's been going on down there in the MIA, South Florida? What's been going on? What's been going on? I'm hearing all kind of things, man. I mean, good things now. Definitely good things. Good things. And um, I'm hearing, man, Kevin Steele is putting an emphasis on that defense. Hey, man, on a mission, man, what it do? Shout out to my boy, Benny Barry. Josh Ayers in the building. Oh, they go Latrella. She in the building. What's going on, family? How you all doing, man? What's good, man? JD, what's up, boy? Jamal Davis, what it do? Tremaine Daniels, sorry, something. What's going on, man? I love everybody, man. But Benny Barrett, I'm hearing some good things down there, man. I'm hearing some good things down there in South Florida, y'all. I'm hearing Kevin Steele is putting emphasis on this defense, man. The worst tackling defense that was in the Power Five, y'all. I'm hearing that he's putting the emphasis on tackling. Tackling, that's what we need, y'all. That was a down part of our team that was the biggest thing that i wanted to be addressed is the tackling and i heard that he's putting his hand his stamp on it man and he said man he want to put the best 11 guys out on the field so he putting the best 11 guys out on the field no matter what no matter what so i'm asking you in miami this weekend you said the trailer you're not in the bowling huh five rings what's up boy i see you five rings what it do <laughs> they go Josh Harris. But no, <laughs> let me get back on track. But no, they're saying, man, he wants to fire. He wants 11 best guys on the field. And I'm asking you guys tonight, do you see a way that Cam Kitchens um, 
lost my guy, my big safety, man, James Williams. And Avante Williams can be on the field at the same time. Josh, you a fool, boy. Do y'all see that? Can you see that happening? Can you see those guys being on the field at the same time? And I would like that, man. I would like nothing more than possibly seeing maybe James Williams. I mean, me and Coach Hayes talked about this a lot, too. Maybe bringing him down to play like a um, a linebacker, man, to bring him down in the box, man, because of his size. I mean, what we talking, what, 6'4", 6'5", 225? He's a stud. He's a grown man. Grown man. He's that dude. Hey, what's up, Cole Breezy? Boy, where you been at, boy? Cole Breezy, where you been, boy? I see you, BNH 1975. What it do? My brother Jeffrey O'Neill is in the building. What up, J.O.? Larry Frank will be on in a minute, you guys. Good afternoon. I'm finna put up all of these chats, man. But that's my question to you all, man. I want to know, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Can we see those, that three-headed monster on the field at the same time? I would love it. I would love it. And I know, um, like I said, with with our new guy being Charlie Strong, man. Jeffrey O'Neill, I appreciate the dough. No, like always, brother. Love you, man. Thank you so much. Oh, man. We got a caller, man. I think we done woke some people up already. It's Utah. Caller, state your name and where you're calling from. Paul Davis, Avon Park, Florida. Jamal Davis in the building, man. Jamal Davis, what it do? What's going on, big dog? How you doing tonight, sir? Nothing much, nothing much. Just right here rolling on this road. I say you're rolling? I say you're rolling? Yeah, you're rolling, rolling, huh? Okay, okay. Yeah, Talk rolling, to me. Rolling, rolling. Hey, man, I'm just nice to see what's going to go on, man. It seems like they putting the old you back in place, like, Keisha. by saying he's going to put the 11 best on the field. So now it's going to be competition. Competition. You ain't just got a job because I came and sat in your mama living room and said your son gonna play. Say it. Your son gonna play if he can beat this this guy here. I, Say it. I see that's back. That's coming back to the you because you got a you guy in there that know how it goes. You understand what I'm saying? Like Most he, definitely. he been there. Most definitely. He Most been definitely. there. He been in them practices. Where you got Which, the Sigma. He he been in them practices where you got the sure, what you got to show what you could do. Right. Right. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I mean I I, I they probably practicing again and still doing walkthroughs. They tackling. Yes. In practice. Mm -hmm. That's the only way you can learn how to tackle. Mm -hmm. There you, you go. Be able to hit a moving target. There you go. There you go. <laughs> And from what yeah, I've been man, seeing, I'm, by, I'm sorry, I'm not, not to cut you off. From what I've been seeing, I watched Screeter's show. And uh, shout out to Screeter, man. Shout out to Football Via, man. Shout out to my guys, man. Screeter and, uh, and X, man. And I saw those guys, those yeah. guys down at practice, man. And, um, you know, Screeter was excited, man. He just said that he see the intensity has up, which is a good thing, man. You know, he said that um, he see the guys out there flying around, everybody's serious. Everybody taking the practice series and running around, man, flying around. So that's a good thing as well. Yeah, that's, yeah I'm telling you, that's good. Uh, well, we, we got it. Well, we'll see. Kickoff season. Right. Day one, we'll see what's going on. Right. 
Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah, I, well, I, I say this, not to cut you off, but I say this. Mm-hmm. What's your expectations of this season coming up? I mean, what what you looking? What are the expectations for the youth? You, you know, my expectations, Jamal, and we talked about this about two weeks ago on the show. Um, I'm still saying I gotta see. You know, I think that we have enough talent, like I said before, to compete for the ACC championship this year. That's just my opinion. George Lord, what's up, on How you doing tonight? That's my opinion. I think that we have enough talent right now to compete for the ACC championship this year. Now, I'm saying that, like you said, it has, we have to see. It has to be shown out on the field. It has to be shown on the field. And if we can, if we can come out and play like I know we can, and we have the right coaching staff with us right now, with Mario, I think he's the the best leader for the team. I think that we can get it done. You know, I said nine and three, but I mean that's just me. You know, um, we'll see. But I just want to see a solid football team, man, on both sides of the ball, Jamal. I want to see uh tackling, and I just I want to see the offense continue to progress. I don't want to see them take a step back with the new offensive coordinator, uh, Josh Gaddis, which I don't think they will. But uh, those are my expectations, man. I just want to see a football team that don't quit, that compete on both sides of the ball, and I want to see us in the ACC championship this year. What about you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, believe, they could, I believe they could be there. And, I mean, I want to see that old Miami team. I want to see them rally to the ball like me. Like, you know how you stir up that beat nest? Or you right. stir up that uh, wall nest, all of them come at you. That's what I want to see them after the ball like that. That's what I want to see. Right, right, right. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, yeah. man. All right, man. I let somebody else call in, man. I sit back and listen to it. Tell Larry Frank I say what up when he come home. Oh, he about to come on right now, but he about to cheese it. Hey, hey, hey. I got. I ain't gonna tell him. I ain't gonna tell him about the story. Larry Frank laughing. Right? He in the. I got him in the waiting room. Hey. He laughed. He already know what I'm talking about. But I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna tell him. My bad, Larry Frank. My bad. Larry Frank, you hear him? I ain't gonna tell him you talk family with well. <laughs> All right, bro. Hey, man, I love you, man. You be safe out there. All right, love y'all too, man. All right. All right, thank you. All right, JD. <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all. That was JD, hey, man. That's my boy. I'm finna bring him in, man. He done checked in with us, man. Y'all already know, man. Here come my guy, man. Y'all make some doors, man, for our co-host, man. My dog, my brother, my guy, Mr. Larry Frank Jr. Come on in the building, man. Larry Frank, y'all give him a hand. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the building, man. What's going on? How I'm sounding, man. I had to do a quick boot up. Everything good? Everything good, brother. Everything good, man. How you doing tonight, man? What's good, Larry Frank? I, I, I'm good, man. Look, I caught the tail end. I, I see my buddy was uh, just calling in. What's up, JD, man? How you doing? I ain't, I ain't going to say what happened, but I'm going to keep that between us three, man. It's just real rough. I heard him laughing, so I know he <laughs> We'll get to that another time, man. But, uh, man, uh, great, man, doing great. What's up, BNH? What's up, Utah family? How y'all doing? It's spring ball. Josh Josh in the building. I ain't seen him in a minute. What's up, man? Hey, look, Cole Breezy. My boy Cole Breezy say he in the A. 
Cole Breezy, what up, bro? What's yeah. going on? Where you at, Cole Breezy? He, he had hit me up early. I was at work. I was texting with him on the way home. So yeah, yeah, what? we got we got our little local uh our little local trainer man, a guy you know in our hometown that uh he get the athletes ready, and uh he be working with them you know from from young years and uh, they got a seven on seven up there in the ATL. So that's where they up right now at a tournament up there. So oh, he's that's up what's there up. With yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's yeah. up. And the Utah family, I want to go ahead and let you guys know um, we will have our first live event for the Georgia Tech game, too, this year, man. Um, I'm going to be putting the tickets out online here in the next month. Um, going to be a great event. I hope you guys come out, man, and, and party with us for the pregame of Georgia Tech. And I'm telling y'all right now, if y'all ain't got y'all tickets, Larry Frank, I've been playing around. And I went mm -hmm. online today. I was like, man, I'm going to get my tickets. I'm going to get my tickets. The tickets selling out fast, bro. The tickets selling out fast. I'm, I went and got mine today. All of my guys, we got our tickets today. So I'm telling you guys right now, man, you better go ahead and start getting your tickets, man, because, you know, you're going to be way up at the top. I'm like, man, it, it's they selling out pretty good, man. But we're going to have our first live event. Like I say, I'll be um, letting you guys know here in the next month on where – Everything is going to be the ticket sales and the prices and everything. I have the flyers up. So I hope you guys, like I say, come out and, and, and party with us, man. It'll be on a Friday night. The pregame Georgia Tech party, man. Utah going to do their thing. We're going to have a good time, man. A lot of stuff. We're going to have a great time. Gonna, I'm keeping it all Utah. DJ Sam, yes, sir. The DJ, he will be in the building. So we're going to have a great time, man. But Larry Frank, talk to me, man. Let's get to business. Let's get to business. Yes, sir. Larry Frank Jr., what have you been hearing about the first week of spring practice? Talk to me. Well, I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching. What's up, Eric Merrick? I've been watching uh, the videos and the access. Uh, like I said, a lot of them, uh, Footballville, been really doing it. I've been checking their page yeah. out. They got a couple mm -hmm. of other ones that I've been able to look and see the practices and stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you something, man. We, you know, in our private chat, uh, James could allude to this. I don't know if James is in the building right now, but uh, James had asked a question in our private chat about what were we expecting going into spring. And I told James, I told everybody in the chat, I, I need to see intensity. I need to see how we start off the spring. And I really was looking to see intensity and engagement from the coaches. That was the first thing I wanted to see. Well, from what I've been looking at online and on the videos and on the channels, that's what I'm seeing. I mean, Aaron Feld, the strength and conditioning coach, this guy's out here running like he ready to put the Like he's playing, huh? Yeah, like he running all the drills and everything. <laughs> but the beautiful part about it is he got everybody engaged. It's like, and I'm not going to pick on the last group, the last regime, but I'm going to just say in all of the past coaching regimes that we had, Mm -hmm. I don't recall seeing coaches that engaged with the players and really amping the players up like it even up to Mario, even up to the head coach. I mean, you know, Feld is out there screaming and yelling and doing pushups and backflips and all of that stuff. And you you got I saw Frank Ponce, you know, in with it with the quarterbacks, you know, quarterbacks, yeah. drills. Gaddis is the OC, but he was working directly with the wide receivers. Kevin Smith doing this thing with I mean every position coach was really on hand. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, you know, with Mario, um, remember, I mean, he buried his mother, you know. Yeah. And to yeah. anybody that lost their mother, if you lost a parent, hey, myself, you know, I, I know, you know, mm -hmm. when you 
bury them, you just really want to kind of reset. That's the beginning of your healing. So for Mario, Mario is more than the average person because for him to be able to go straight from burying his mother, laying his mother to rest. And if you saw the press conference that day, they were talking to him and it's like, man, I, I teared up for him. My heart went out to him because he got choked up and he was emotional. But when he said, that's what she would have wanted me to do, that told me right there, we got the right guy for the job. Because if he would have not came to practice that day, I'd have been cool. It's like, look, you just buried your mother. You know, it's all good. But he buried his mother, came to practice. And then if you saw the video that when he got to practice, he's engaging with the players. He's high-fiving the players. He's talking Mm -hmm. to the players. You didn't get that from the other coaches. So the first thing that I noticed from the coaching staff is the intensity, the engagement, the hands-on approach. And for day one into week one, that is a beautiful thing because that sets the precedent because now you're starting to establish the culture from the top. You're not just hoping that 30 for 30s, these kids are going to watch 30 for 30s and try to mimic it. you got to establish what – made the 30 for 30s so that was the first thing and then real quick just to touch on the team itself if you look at it's on the start on the offensive side of the ball i mean you got a a a lot of guys out right now you got a a a pretty significant list of of starters that's out yeah banged up you know nothing major but you know the precautionary stuff so the thing about that is the blessing that comes out of that is you're able to let the second and the third stringers and all of the backups get their reps in. They're starting to get acclimated with the quarterbacks. I mean, you know, TVD was doing his thing, but I saw Garcia out there throwing. Ja'Cory Brown, he's mm-hmm. getting acclimated to the college game right now. Not to cut you off, man, but yes. do, don't Ja'Cory Brown look like a grown man already, man? Like, you see his stature, man? Like, he... he's got a he's he's got a pretty solid stature. He's got a big body. A lot of his high school comparisons were to that of Deshaun Watson in high school. That's what okay. I saw. So okay. he's got the talent. I mean, he's he's the dual threat quarterback. He's got the big mm-hmm. arm, and I mean, he's he's just a man. So mm-hmm. at this juncture in his college career, I mean, look, TBD is going to do his thing, and and Garcia's right there behind him. All you want Brown to do just get acclimated to the college game and start learning the playbook. You know, just. Learning good enough to where when you got mop-up duty, when we're up 35, 40 points in, in, the, in the fourth quarter, you can just mm-hmm. pull, them, pull all the starters out and put them in. So he started doing his thing. The running backs, obviously, our top two are out. Rooster and Chaney, they're out. Chaney. But Thad Franklin and Parrish was getting burned in practice. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. And, and Franklin was actually looking good in practice. He was looking solid. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I look at that. You look at what the wide receivers are doing. Um, Frankie Ladson, the transfer from Clemson, he's coming in. Mm-hmm. He's wearing number eight. Now, I'm going to tell you something, D. I'm going to be real. It's going to be hard looking at that number eight and not being scared. I don't. That's I look, okay. I, that... Dude, I looked at him and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I started getting PTSD. Yes. You know, yeah, so. That... Yeah, I know. I know. But, but... <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, man, yeah. He, we won't. We'll get better results out of that number eight than what we had. The, the... <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, uh, Josh, I think I think they will redshirt him. And uh, the thing about it is the NCAA rule: you can get action in up to four games without losing the redshirt. Redshirt. So, so I think he'll go ahead and get redshirted. And I think what they'll do is, you know, as you know, time goes on, and the season goes along, they'll, they'll get him a little bit of action, but they'll keep him under 
uh, not going more than four games so, to answer that. But, um, yeah, man, uh, just looking at Ladson and the receivers. And, I mean, if you really sit back on the offensive side and you look at where we are offensively, you've got a Heisman caliber quarterback that's pretty much going to be playing on Sundays. we got an NFL-ready quarterback right now. When was the last that's time we could say that? It's been a minute, okay? you got a stable of running backs. So you're going to have fresh legs. Remember, we, I always said Clemson. Remember how Clemson had did it years ago with ATN? It was ATN, and he had a stable of backs behind him. Fresh legs. We got that. And even though Mario didn't bring him in, he inherited that. Still, we got that. Better offensive linemen. I have no doubt that Mirrorball is going to be able to get the offensive line, linemen playing more solid, playing better. You're getting a better grade. We just picked up Trip four-star offensive lineman, a commitment. So the linemen are starting to come through. And as far as the receivers, we are just loaded. Like, 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 dude, like I'm looking at, at Ladson, 6'3", 205. He's a big body. He a big I, I got to see what kind of speed he's working with. He was hurt at Clemson. He a lot at Clemson, Clemson, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully Feld can kind of get that cleaned up, you know, with his condition to where, you know, he don't get gimped up as much. But you got Ladson. You got Keshawn Smith. You got the triplets with Rashard Smith, Jacoby George, and Brinson. And, it, and you still got Worsham. And, and, and Worsham, too. You know, so, I mean, you you got a lot. And X is starting to step up as really being a game changer all of a sudden. You know, going to be that Braxton Berrios, man. Yes, yes. X is doing it. Like, he's really starting to establish himself. And then from the tight end standpoint, you got Skinner coming in, the uh, freshman. You got Arroyo, who's already established, and you got Mallory, who's already established. And I saw today, or was it yesterday or whatever, they said Arroyo, somebody put a post that he swallowed Jafari Harvey, whatever that meant. So apparently he must have just ran right through him or did something. I don't know. But you know he's physical. So Mm -hmm. the offensive side of the ball, I'm not worried about at all because we were doing okay on offense last year with incapable coaching. This year, you got some offensive minds. Like I said, Gaddis and Ponce are going to get that game plan together. Gaddis is going to put it together. He's got another offensive coordinator mind in Ponce to, to confer with on some things. The offense is going to be straight. I trust Kevin Smith with the running backs. He knows what he's doing. I trust Gaddis with the wide receivers. He knows what he's doing. Steven Field at the tight end, we know he knows what he's doing because he's held it down you know, through the pass regime and all of that. And Mirabal is proven as an offensive uh, line coach. So offensively, I'm feeling good about that. I think we're only going to go up. It's nothing but upside. We were scoring, look to score more offensively. The key is defense because the defense was just so bad. They That's were out it. of position. They were missing tackles. Half of the time, they were just guessing. They were just kind of free rolling out there That's last year. Yes, yeah. yep. You don't have that anymore because with Kevin Steele and with uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie Charlie Strong, you've got a combined 60 years that are defensive coordinators because Charlie is the co-DC. So you got a combined 60 years. So whenever it comes to game planning and opposing offense, you got 60 years of proven success at the DC position. And listen, with – James Williams with Avante Williams with Kitchens, you got some studs. 
I, I put it up earlier with, with what they said about Blades, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is Blades' time to shine. I've always been an Al Blades fan. I'm biased to Al Me Blades, too. obviously. We all know why, I'm all, just like all of us are. Mm -hmm. We loved his pops. His pops was the man, so we want to see him do the same thing. So I think Blades, in agreement with what Josh had put up earlier, Blades can come in there and really contend and vie and be that solid number two cornerback. He can really come in there and try to try to you know try to uh, challenge for that. Um, as far as you know, I think Takori Couch has a shake back season. Um, and look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Getting on down to the linebackers, which was the worst position group last year, I'm feeling a lot better because Wesley Besaint is the future. But when you look at Chase Smith, Keontra Smith, you got some talent there. Now, if you don't have, if you got Jonathan Patkey, then uh, well, you know, it is what it is. But you got Charlie Strong coaching these linebackers, so you all of a sudden go from being questionable at the linebacker spot to, okay, you got something to work with. And then I still think Corey Flagg can be coached up. I think Austin Cave can be coached up. So linebacker wise, I'm gonna stick with what I've been saying. I don't think we have a great group, but I think we have a solid group that if coached up. They won't be a liability like they were last year. They're going to help and run support. And finally, the big dogs up front in the trenches. Hey, man, with Jason Taylor also helping out, giving, you know, Hall of Fame expertise, being able to, you know, be another, uh, another. I mean, listen, you got Jason Taylor and Ed Reed consultant. You got two Hall of Famers on staff consultant. Come on now. So with Jason Taylor up there helping out with the defensive line, I think the biggest challenge on defense is to get the fundamentals right. We, we need not worry about the scheme just yet because the 4-2-5, they know it's the same defense they've had. It's going to be get the fundamentals right. Clean up the fundamentals. Clean up the tackle. Make sure in the 4-2-5 you know where you're supposed to be. And then after you get the fundamentals clean, then you can fine-tune and perfect the defensive scheme itself because you already know the defense, and it's going to get coached to you right. So that's just a quick synopsis of what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling after week one. And, hey, man, uh, I've never been this excited for the first week. I usually get excited for a spring game, never the first week of practice. That's a good feeling, D. Yeah, it's a it's a damn good feeling. <clears throat> and, Sigmund, you asked the question. I'm going to put it back up. Do you think that would get the nod to start with a good spring? I'm going to say if Rooster and, and uh, Cheney – are healthy. That's going to be hard. That's just my opinion, uh, Sigmund. Um, I think that, hey, I'd like Jamal said, man, competition. Hey, if, if he's the better back and he wins out the job, then, you know, so be it. Run with the, you know, the better back. Whoever had the best spring and whoever, you know, competed, it is what it is. But I just think with those two guys being healthy, and, you know, I don't know if you guys got to see Parrish when he was with Ole Miss. Parrish good too, bro. So he's going to be in the mix right along with those guys right there. So we'll see. But um, to pick it back on what you said about Mario Cristobal and um, just how his mother and, and God bless him, man, we praying for you, Mario. We love you. Um, how he came back. And that's what the young man was talking about with the recruit that you were saying um, to commit. Uh, Antonio Tripp from Maryland, the big uh, offensive line. He was saying how, you know, right after Mario's mother passed, that uh, he came to see him, and he said right. that's what made him commit. He was like, you know, that was it for him. 
And I just love that kid when he said he was 171% committed. He was shutting down everything. That's my type of kid there. He don't need all of the antics with the hats. He done shut it down. He say, man, he a cane. And those are the type of players that we want to come to the University of Miami. I arrive with that kid, man, no matter what. And it's like, you know, Mario's a worker. We When we had Marilyn Braddon on here two weeks ago, he said how hard of a worker he was. George Diaz told us how hard of a worker he is. So, you know, just to, you know, to be going through what he went through and to, to go and see a recruit and go see a kid right after that, man, that's that's crazy, man, man. I mean, hats off to him, man. Salute. Absolutely. That's just, that's amazing to me, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like I said, it, it, the, the, the the loss of a mother is, and I mean, unfortunately, you know, that's something many of us, if not all of us, are going to have to go through. It's a day that you, you don't want to, you know, have to deal with, but unless our number is called first, call first, it's, it's something we're all going to have to experience. And, um, I can't imagine because, you know, I'm still blessed to have mine, you know, right now. I, like I said, I can attest to losing a parent, you know, having still freshly dealing with the loss of my dad. And I know how I was. And I mean, here, I'm just right here with you on you talk. I needed to take some time away at that time. So you, you transition to losing a mother and still being able to go and and have practice. And I don't think anybody would have had an issue with him if he would have taken a couple of days not, off. It's understandable. Not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. So that's why I say that's a credit to Mario's dedication to the team and his love for the team. And I'm going to tell you something. If that was any other coach, and I ain't trying to badmouth nobody, but I'm going to just be honest. And not just here. Any other coach at any other university I don't think out of all the 130 some odd uh, Division One programs in the country, I don't think you got five coaches in the country that probably would have went to practice in spring, right after laying their mother to rest. I don't see it. Saban, I could see doing it. Um, obviously, Mario. Um, I would think Dabo most likely. Uh, possibly Ryan Day. I don't know. But but most of these other guys at these Power Five programs, I don't see that. I I just it's no way, and and it's 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 no knock on them if they did take off. So that that told me his dedication and how much he he's he's married to this program. And when you got a coach that's all in like that, that's a beautiful thing. Because moving forward, if you're all in, given those circumstances. You're going to be all in all the time. And that's with coaching. That's with recruiting. That's with dealing with the administration. That's with dealing with the fans. That's with everything. And that's what we have been lacking for so long. We have not had a coach that's been all in across the board. Even Coca wasn't all in all across the board. You haven't had a guy that was really all in across the board since Butch. Butch. So that says a lot for Mario. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. So you're losing a lot of productivity at wide receiver with Rambo and Harley going on to the next level. Who are we going to get that from? And well, will Lassen be the guy? I mean, let's say he is one of the guys. You know, uh, we already know Rescrepto going to do his thing. Right. So who's going to be the second guy? Will it be Lassen? Or will it be who, who who do you think gonna take up that 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 slight or pick up that slight? Because Rambo was productive. That's a hard 
that's going to be a hard dude to replace, man. You know, Rambo was clutch. Rambo he caught was, everything that came his way. He did. He caught everything that came his way. But I think not necessarily if it's not Ladson. I think we expect it to be Ladson because I think we as Hurricanes fans have gotten kind of spoiled with transfers at any position coming in and dominating when they get here. You saw it with Jalen. You saw it with, with, with um, KJ uh, Osborne. Osborne. Um, you saw it with uh, what's his name? Uh, um, was it uh, Roche? Quincy Roche came in, Roche, uh, dominated as a transfer. You talking about um, at the defensive end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From okay. um, Tuffin, when he came okay, in from yeah. Tuffin. Okay. So, and we saw it last year with Rambo. So, I think we're accustomed to at Miami seeing a transfer player come in and just learning the offense and going to work and, 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 and making itself a draft pick. So I think the expectation will be on Ladson to do it. I don't doubt Ladson's ability to do it. The only thing that kind of has me is his health. His Can health. he stay healthy enough? Healthy. He got the talent to do it. He got the size to do it. When you're 6'3", Ain't too many defenders, especially in the ACC, going to be able to defend you. Ain't going to be able to get up there and jump up there with you and high point the ball. And he's bigger than Rambo. And I and I bought him yes. up for a reason because, you know, before Rambo got there, we didn't have anybody that would go and get those 50-50 balls. You know? Right, right, right. And I mean, Rambo, like I say, he was productive. I mean, Keyshawn Smith, I want to see him take the next step forward, but it's just who's going to be that dude? I mean, Rambo was so consistent. You just, you know, you're itching to see who's going to take the next step forward out of yeah. that group. Because you know Rescrepto's solid, but it's, you know, you're going to have to replace that uh, production on the outside of Rambo, man. You got to. I think uh, don't sleep on Brashard Smith as far as maybe being able to take the place of Harley. We got a call. Hold on, Frank. I want you go to ahead. Hold, on, hold on for a minute. It's Utah caller. Give me one second. Larry Frank was making a point. I want him to finish. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, I'm going to wrap that up real quick. Um, I do think Brashard Smith, maybe George, because we saw they didn't get a lot of a lot of burn, but they were able to get in and show what they can do. But I think given a fair opportunity, I think one of the triplets that gets an opportunity, I think he'll cancel out Harley and he'll take the place of Harley. I still believe in Keyshawn Smith. You know, I've been a fan of his ever since the Oklahoma State. Oh, me game. too. Me too. So, and, and we know what he's capable of doing. I think now they're going to play him the right way. Because remember, Keyshawn was the one that had the speed, and Rambo was a little bit slower. But they had him in the wrong position. It was almost like they were using Rambo as the speed guy, and Keyshawn was almost like the possession guy. So but now, Rambo was always getting them 50-50 balls, though, man. That, yeah. You know, that was the only thing. They have him on the outside. Right. You know, but I totally agree with you, man. You know, right. you would think that Keyshawn would have been on the outside and they'd have had Rambo in the slot or something and the inside, yeah. And I think Gaddis will get that right. So if you got Keyshawn at the one where he can burn and beat everybody, Rambo is at the two. And we'll – I mean, not a lot of Rambo. I got Rambo PTSD. Um, Ladson is at the two then we can see if he can hold up and if he has the speed to, you know, be a, a even more dangerous threat at that other side. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So with all that being said, you know, X is going to dominate the slot. X is going to dominate the slot, right. That's a right. done. That's a done deal. So I I think Brashard Smith, I think that's the guy I'm betting on because Brashard, I think they wanted to let him get his opportunity, but they just kind of held him back. I think Brashard is going to get let loose. 
Okay. Yeah. Carlos, you on with you talk? It, 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 it's you talk, baby. State your name and where you calling from, Carlos. Benny Barrett, ATL Georgia. I don't know about you, but it's all about the you, baby. <laughs> All the time. Pretty bad, man. Man on a mission. Man on a mission in the building. What it do? What's going on? Larry Frank, what's up, D? What's up, Larry Frank? What's up, Utah family, man? What's happening? You know what I'm saying, man? Hey, again, like I say, man, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about the competition bar that's being set down there in South Florida. It's real gridiron. Once some pads go on and them boys going out in that field, I think they is on a competition ball game. Meaning, hey man, I know we, hey, I know we were just talking in the locker room, but right now I'm trying to beat you up. It's the best man for the job, and my mom and them going to the stands and got tickets just like yours. But I need to be on the field. I need my I need my uniform to be dirty. You know, I I, I hate to say it this way. Some folks just want their kids to go and say, hey, I went to the U. Uh, my son went to you. He played on, a, but his but his uniform never got dirty. I can't be out there supporting that. I I, I want to be out there. Hey, I want to be out there in the mix. So uh, I'm excited about what they're doing out there, man. Hey, I'm, I'm happy about it. I can't wait to the first game. I think it's Smash Mouth football. What athletes don't understand, practice practice is for all the coach for the coaches. Mm-hmm. Game time is for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's so. when you get to show out. Mm-hmm. That's when you get to show out. But by him starting with the form tackling, he's setting the bar. Like, listen, we're not going to miss tackling. If you beat us, you're just going to have to beat us. But mm-hmm. you're not going to beat us because we can't tackle. Mm-hmm. And we're running to the ball with our head down and mm-hmm. jumping blindly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm excited about it, man. My my predictions are still kind of uh, is up in the air. You know what I'm saying? But we have the capability not uh, not only on paper – but right there on the field. You know, everybody looks good on paper. But, hey, I think we really can do it. You know what I'm saying? Look, at, You got everybody so excited right now. Everybody want to go back and go get gold teeth down in Miami. And that's how excited they is. Like back in the day. Everybody about to go get them uh, a, a six-pack or a 12-pack in their mouth. But because that, that type of Miami, you're feeling that it's coming back. You know what I'm saying? They're going to put this fear of folks – Going down there saying, man, we got to go play these hurricanes, mm-hmm. man. You know they're going to act a fool. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, before you even get off the bus, man, you better have your head together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they, we want to put the fear of God in them before they even, as they're on I-95 trying to come down south. That's it. What's so the, that's what I'm about. What's the What's the position, man, that you're looking to see um, that you feel like is going to step up this year? What What position? Man, uh you know me. I I I think defense is gonna be put together, but you know I, I I've always been the big offensive protector. If you can protect this quarterback, if you can, if our offensive line, I want to see, I want to see our guards and our tackles be able to pull and sustain blocks and protect that quarterback and give him time. I think the defense is gonna be stacked. I think we're gonna be all right now. Hey, how, how they put them together in the right position that Larry Frank was just talking about. That's that, that's going to be very important, but it looks like they uh, it looks like they're uh, they're putting them there. But at the free safety, I mean, you, I mean, man, to have all them on the field like you like you was asking earlier, that's 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 going to be crazy, man. If if they can if they can pull it off that way, mm-hmm. where you know he's not a down back or you know uh, a, a down a possession back, I mean a possession uh, a safety, or how, how are they going to do it? But I'm more I'm more I'm more excited about seeing. 
the guys in weight training in the, in the offensive line. Our offensive line will set the tone for everything. If we can hold the block and sustain the block, or we can pull, open the hole for our, our tailback, or he can get up, we can get five five yards to carry or more, then the defense won't get hyped because they ain't got to be out there all night. You see what I'm saying? But if you got to be out there all night, you got to be mad at the offense. So I, I, I'm shooting at my offensive alignment. Hope y'all been in the weight room. Hope y'all hey, eating right. You know what I'm saying? On the, the nutritious diet, eat your greens and, and get up early. Hey, stay late and hit that weight room, man. Mm-hmm. That way we can be able to be, uh, be contenders against anybody that comes down there and wherever we go. That's what's up, man. So, uh, so to answer that question, I would say the tackles, the, uh, the tackles and the guards for me. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You, you got some form, yes, Frank? Well, Benny, I mean, I'm, I agree with you because I really believe offensive line is going to be the position that makes or break this team. Because, like you said, if they can sustain, establish and sustain blocks, open up the holes, give TVs time to throw the ball, let the offense go through their progression, and, and have just controlled drives where we're not going three and out, it's going to make it better for the defense. Defense won't be tired yes, on the track. So I totally agree. I, I totally agree. Uh, one question I want to pose to you is, is um, what's your thoughts on the culture? Because how do you see – because, I mean, I, I we're, all, we're all old school. We, we know the culture right. as it used to be. Mm-hmm. What's your right. thoughts on the culture being reestablished? Do you see it kind of co- going back, like back, back to the future, as might say? How do you feel about that? Yeah, um, I kind of see it like uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've seen the movie uh, Drumline. Yes. And when they did that final, and they remember he said we're gonna we're gonna mix some of my old school with some of your new school. Yeah, yeah. Let's you can't cool. have the old. You can't have the new. You can't have the new without the old. Right, right. Old is what got us here. Yep. So 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 I'm excited about that, but we cannot neglect some of this new. You see what I'm saying? But the old, we, I see us going back to it, which is definitely which is definitely huge because it sets the foundation. If I got a foundation, I'm not worried about which way the wind gonna blow because my foundation is 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 rock solid. It's already but set. But my foundation is my my foundation is messed up and it's built on some sand. The wind can blow and it's gonna fall right over. Right. But I gotta set the old, the old way found the old foundation, good old concrete foundation, instead of this new plywood they putting on these new houses. Put some good <laughs> concrete down there. Hey, we we gonna be able to stand there, Larry Frank. We gonna be able yes, to stand sir. there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree. I agree. Yes. I agree. As Doctor Lee said in drum, let's get crunk. <laughs> let's get crunk. <laughs> Dr. Lee, huh? <laughs> you got something else for us, man? What else you got for us, man? Nah, that's it. Hey, man, keep doing what y'all doing, man. Salute, man. Again, I don't know about you, but it's all about the you, man. Y'all have a good night, man. All right, you, you too, bro. man. Love you, brother. Be safe. All right. Later. It's, 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 it's you talk, baby. Hey, King Judge, what it do, man? Shout out to my super producer, man. King, King, King Judge, what's going on, man? How you doing, brother? What's good? What's good? Man, Frank, man. Yeah. Great points, man. Great point, man. Offensive line, keep my quarterback upright, man. I think I'm looking at one of the better quarterbacks in the country, man, with Tyler Van Dyke. I wanted to put this King one up. King of battle. And he says, Scaife running with the ones, not good. Now, I think I know why he's saying that. And King, if I'm going to try to 
if I could expound on it, if I'm wrong, please put it in the chat and let me know that I'm wrong. So I'm gonna take a guess because I think well, me call and up here and talk to us. That too. That too. Lump on the screen. That too. That too. So yeah, if I don't, and I'll touch on what you're going at, please correct me. Um, but I think what him saying that you know it's not good for him to be running with the ones. I think they're looking at the old. I don't want to say the old scape because he's still the old scape until we see the new scape. If there is a new right. scape, I think he's looking at what scape did and his production coming into right now, and that's understandable, very much understandable. But I just don't think Mirrorball is going to let. I don't think any coach is going to let anybody at any position on this team do what was previously done before. Preach. There's Preach. going to be accountability like you've never had before. You're not going to hear Mario or anybody saying, well, it had to be this way. They do it to everybody. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to have that. If, if you're wrong, if you're out of place, if you're not blocking, if you false start and all of that, holding all that, you're going to get called out on it. So mm -hmm. I would think that, and I agree with you, you know, as far as maybe being concerned with Scaife running with the ones, but I, I really believe the culture is changing. And I think Mirrorball is going to correct that. And, it, and listen, if he reverts back to his old ways of missing blocks and making those mistakes and all of that stuff, I don't doubt that Mirrorball will bench him or Mario and them will bench him. Remember, Mario, oh, he's running with the ones because there's no one else. Okay, okay, well, that's uh That was King Kyle, though. That wasn't King Cabana. That was, uh, that was King oh, that was Kyle. King, okay, I, was like, I, I see all these Kings. I got King Kyle. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got you, I got you. So, yeah, King Kyle gave his, his take on it. But um, yeah, man, I, I, I'm just saying, you know, we'll see. Uh, mm -hmm. The truth is, we were thin at offensive line. They played horrible last year. But you got to remember, as bad as that offensive line was, they did improve from two years prior when most of them were freshmen. Not much. I'm not saying anything to write home about. But technically, if you go back when those guys they were flashed. They, they flashed that time. They, they did. You know, Garen Justice work with them. Garen Justice mm -hmm. made things happen. You got to look at how much of their issues were due to the scheme, due to the play calling, due to just not knowing their assignments. Right. How much of that due to practice? That's the thing. The previous regime just kind of, it was like country club ball out there, as we've heard so many times. Guys really weren't doing nothing. They were just out there playing touch football and going out there and hoping to win ball games and stuff, thinking that because they had this symbol on their helmet and there's a history behind it that, oh, we're going to win these ball games. Now you have coaching and accountability. So with the few guys that we got left and the ones that came in, please stop talking about the culture. Why? Why? Why, King Kyle? Why not? Why, well, that's, why stop <laughs> Talk talking about the culture? Because the reason why I'm going to continue talking about it and why I think it's important is because if you want to be a winning program in anything, if you want to be a winning franchise, I'm talking NFL, NBA, college basketball, you have to establish a culture that fits your program. Alabama has a culture that fits their program. I mean, I'm just saying the Patriots all them years had a culture that fit that franchise. All those Laker championships and Celtic championships and my Bulls championships, we had culture. Cultures we important. have a culture. The University of you Miami has. You have to establish it. 
I mean, if if you don't have a culture, what are you playing for? I'll, I I'll wait on the rebuttal. I agree. Like I say, you guys, man, it's exciting, man. Uh, first week of spring practice. We're hearing a lot of things, a lot of good things. Looking forward to it, man. When is the spring game, Larry Frank? What day? April fourteenth. Uh, Somebody throw the spring game up in the, the chat. Yeah, exact date. I know it's, it's it's around tax day. I know it's right around tax day. I think it's Saturday because it tax day is the eighteenth. So I think maybe Looking the sixteenth. The sixteenth. I believe. Yeah, okay, y'all throw the throw the date up in the uh up in the chat when the spring game is. Hold on, King. King Cal said, "Escape, give no effort. Take too many plays off." I can agree with that too, Big Dog. Coke Dog says yeah. April the, the April sixteenth. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was wrong. Appreciate that, Coke Dog. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. Coke hey. Dog, what's going on, bud? I agree with King Kyle. He did. He did. I agree what? with him. Yeah, he ain't lying. Escape did take too many plays off. Likes. He did, you know. But once again. This is why those other guys are no longer here. Part of the reason what's why the, those other guys are no longer here. Hey, what's the word on uh Jalen Rivers? Is he still hurt? What's going on with Jalen? Uh, I think he's 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 okay. I don't know if he's uh I gotta see if he's even taking part in spring. I don't know if he's on that list or what, but uh, I think he was on that list I seen that was that was injured. Yeah, they might just be holding him out. They might just be holding him out or whatever. He might have another okay. little nagging injury, but nothing major. But yeah, I think he shook back from that from that other situation because uh, he he wound up coming back last year and uh, okay. showing his worth. So, oh, okay. yeah, I, I I really believe he's going to pay some dividends this year. You know, yeah, I want to see, I want to see definitely, I want to see Jalen Rivers, man, and I mean they say Jake Garcia looking good too, man. He ain't got a brace on that uh on that ankle he hurt. They say he's looking pretty good. Now, all of the quarterbacks just saying looking good, man. But I'm with yeah. uh, I, I forgot who asked what's who was that asked what they uh red shirt um what they red shirt um Jacuri, which I think they should. Oh, uh, I think that was Josh that had asked that question. He says the culture is Mario. King Kyle, call us, man. Call us, call us, call us. I, I want to hear you. 404-981-3997. Call the coach is can, Mario bro. right now, but the coach was Mario back then too when he was winning them championships. So yeah, you're right. Like Benny Barrett said, it's the old school and the new school, man. You know, so you gotta have we got a mix of it. Augusta Kane, what's going it. on, big dog? How you, you doing? And look, the thing about it is, ain't nobody saying Augusta say he's limited. Limited, limited in the spring party. Oh, so he hurt then Augusta. Okay. All right. I thought I seen him on that list though. Because it's yeah. about it's about 10 of those guys that's on the list that still hurt. There's, yeah, there's quite a few of them. Quite a few of them mm-hmm. that are still still dealing with some some ding dongs and knacks and stuff like that. But getting back getting back to the culture thing, I mean, and I get what Kyle is saying. I tr- trust me, I understand what he's saying. But I think you just have to look at it like this: nobody is saying that you have to recreate the Miami of old. You will never recreate the Miami of old. The '80s Canes. The early 90s and the early 2000s, that will never happen again. You can't recreate that. All you can do is look at that, and I would say really the early 2000s, just my humble opinion. Look at it, 
and try to mimic as much as you can structurally. And when I say that, I mean, remember on that 30 for 30 Reloaded special, we talked about it one time here on the program. Remember when Reggie Wayne said he was hurt? Mm-hmm. And he said he, he just knew he had to sit down, but he couldn't do it because he knew if he came out, Andre Johnson was going to take his spot. De- Dexter Sigler said the same thing when he was on the show. <laughs> that's Yes. Same thing. That's what you have to try to recreate. That's part of what I'm saying, establishing the culture. Part of that culture is not the competition. Just, yeah, not not just coming out here trying to intimidate people and and playing, you know, like gangbusters and stuff like that. You got to establish a winning competition and a winning culture. You got to establish that look, I'm coming for your job. If you you better be on your job because if I get on the field, you ain't seeing the field no more if I get on the field. That's a good question, Sigma man. Isaiah Walker, what's going on with Isaiah? I ain't heard from him in a while neither. I, I never even knew anything. He was protected to be like a what, a right a right tackle? Supposed to have been like a right tackle coming in. He transferred from uh, didn't he transfer from Florida? Is that the same, the same guy that transferred? From Florida? Uh, I He's, gotta look. I gotta look into that. I don't. I'm not offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. I, I just know that much. I, I didn't really pay attention to where he uh, where he came from. But uh, yeah, we'll have to look into that. But um, yeah, man. Getting back to the culture thing. I mean, that's all I'm saying, man. Is because look at it like this: that running back, the running back room, the quarterback room. For example, well, the quarterback room is pretty much it's TBD's job to lose. We all know this. But the running back room, you've got Rooster, Augusta Cheney, Parrish. Thank you. Thank you, Augusta. Oh, Appreciate it. Okay. Rooster, Cheney, Parrish, Franklin, Kane. Five pretty good running backs. Okay. I'm not comparing them. Hold up. Mario is culture because we don't have any leaders on this team. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Pump your brakes, bro. Pump your brakes. TVD is a leader. TVD took the reins of that offense, and 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 the older guys were when he established himself, the older guys, they 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 went to him. Oh, Eddie Lord, Miami, Florida, Miami. And, and I would venture to say my- also. On the deep, what's up? What's up, Mr. Eddie? I would venture to say on the defensive side, I think James Williams established himself. Maybe not as a cool, the clear-cut leader last year, but I think he put himself into position to become that leader as an upperclassman because he led by example last year. Even though he had issues here and there, missing tackles, it was. I agree with that, King Kyle. Not vote. Okay. I think that that's I think fair. they're coming to their own this year. I think that a lot of that. I was think they're coming yeah. to their own this year. That's fair. That's fair, King yeah. Kyle. That's that's very fair. I will give you that. I will give you that. Not vocal, but as as Devin just said, and I mean, hey, that's just the thing. James Williams was a freshman. TBD. I mean, listen, how could you be vocal when the previous regime obviously wasn't? A, they wasn't forcing it. Almost. I mean, let's just be one hundred. Under Manny, and I, I said I didn't want to single this dude out. <laughs> I tried not to, but I got to be one hundred. Matter of fact, I'm going to go back to Manny, I'm going to go back to Mark Rick, and I'm going to go back to Al Gold. You had three monotone coaches that barely showed emotion. They didn't show no emotion. What emotion did Manny show? Let's be honest. The only time I remember Mark Rick showing emotion was in the Wisconsin game when they got that bad call. And 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 what was that? Dugans? Dugans was holding him back? He, he wanted to break his foot off in the referee's backside. That's the only time I ever seen Mark Rick come unglued. Other than that, all they do is just stand there 
No emotion. They'll cry whenever they don't get a call, but it's no emotion. So if you don't have a coach that has emotion, once again, and it goes back to what we've been saying, you got to establish, I hate, I know you hate this word, but you got to establish that culture. And the thing about it is you have to be vocal as a coach. You got to show who you are as a coach and then your players are going to follow suit. Coke dog, you got to get agree guys with that coach dog. The coaching staff was trash and was not developing these guys and the great players or leaders on and off the field. Bingo. Bingo. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you, Coke Dog. He hit the nail on the head. He hit the nail on the head. I mean. That's a good take, Coke Dog. That was an awesome take. That was a very good awesome take. take. Manny, take. I mean, like I said, what you saw last year in leadership from TVD, listen, TVD was crying after a game when he threw a pick. That's because he wanted it. That's because he, you know, he he's trying to become that leader. Nah, he he was sick at the end. I'm talking about in the beginning. When Mark Rick got here in 2016, he retired in 2018 due to the sickness or whatever. But when he got here in 2016, as far as we know, Mark Rick was not sick. I, I can't go there with that. I can't go there. I'm sorry, bro. I can't go there with that. Mark Rick has never been vocal. Go back to his Georgia days. He was never vocal at Georgia. And I'm not knocking him because, listen, I'm a Christian and I, I, I share some of the same beliefs. But Mark Rick let the Christian side come in more at times than it should have. I'm not saying you shouldn't have been a Christian. I'm not saying you shouldn't have done things the Christian way. But sometimes you got to cuss, man. You, you, can, you know what I'm saying? You got to straighten it out, man, Frank. You, you, you got to put the good book down sometimes, man. You got to let it fly. Mark Rick was just not that guy. Everybody can't be a Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy is probably the only guy that won a championship doing it like that. You can't be everybody ain't no Tony Dungy. And I credit Mark Rick because Mark Rick is a very good coach. Damn good coach. He's a good coach. He did his thing at Georgia. It's just that he had to deal with Florida for so many years. And then Alabama came Alabama along. Came and he had to deal with LSU and in the beginning with Tennessee. So that's the problem with Mark Rick. He was a good coach that just to me wasn't vocal enough, man. It, yeah, man, you got to be able, when a player ain't doing right, you cuss them. You, you, Come on, man. Yeah, but Tony Dungy won. It worked for Tony Dungy. King Cal, you say Mike Tomlin? <laughs> no, That's my Mike coach. <laughs> That's my coach. That's my coach. But I'm gonna tell you something. No, I'm gonna tell you something. Oh, that's a good one, King Cal. Yeah, Coach K go go a little crazy sometimes too, though, King Cal. I just seen uh, Coach K get off the chain too, though. He he ain't all Christian Christian now. Come on yeah. now, uh, King Cal. <laughs> yes, yeah, for real, for real, for real, for real. You got to be able to do that, man. <laughs> Cold reason. <laughs> Mark Rivers with no cut. Thank you. Thank you. And the thing about it, I mean, come on, dude. Come on, bro. Come on. Like, real talk. Let's be real. Let's be real. I'm going to put, I'm gonna shot. put What's up? Why? What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? What's I'm going to put this up right here. Let me put this up. No, I haven't met him. None of us have met him. But guess what? It's pretty safe to say <laughs> if you've watched him, you've watched his reaction during games. 
Okay, when have you ever seen Mark Rick upset? When have you ever seen him going ballistic other than against Wisconsin? I'll wait. <laughs> it was late, Mike, man. What's up, Mitchell? Tony had other coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Tony was slick with it. Tony was slick with it. Tony was slick with it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Like I say, bro, the best, I don't want to say the best coaches. You get the most, he be cussing. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, who you talking about, Kyle? Who, who be cussing, Mark Rick? <laughs> I I need proof, man. Put me a link. Something there. Give me something I can look at. I want to hear him. I want to hear him. Kyle, he be cussing. <laughs> who you talking about, Kyle? <laughs> oh, and as far as Mike Tomlin, yeah, uh, King Kyle, yeah, Mike Tomlin, maybe he don't do it, but guess what? Mike Tomlin won a Super Bowl. Oh, boy, Jeffrey O'Neill got a good one, boy. Or Randy Shad. <laughs> Thank you, J.O. Thank you, J.O. That's the another monster. one. The cookie That's monster. The cookie monster, Randy And I credit Randy Shannon. Randy tried to do it the right <laughs> way. I wish Randy would have been, you know, more successful with it in the Paradise Camp when player wasn't having effort. But that was with recruits, though. If you're talking about the Paradise Camp, that's with the recruits. I'm talking about with his own players. I'm talking about in practice. Well, I mean, okay, we'll we'll, we'll save it 50-50 because we're not in practice. But for games, what games have you seen Mark Rick get vocal? What games have you seen him get animated? You got a whole chat room full of people that have been watching Kane's football and have been watching college football. And just tell me when Mark Rick has ever, ever come unglued. I've seen we've all seen Nick Saban turn as red as my shirt sometimes when he gets mad. We've seen all kinds of coaches do it. Mark Rick like Flanders on the <laughs> Damn, E. E. Taylor. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I ain't never seen it either, man. Never. The I ain't never seen it DJ Cole Breezy. I ain't seen it. The only time. A matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to challenge everybody. Go on YouTube and type in on YouTube, Mark Rick comes unglued. And I bet you the only highlight will be against gonna Wisconsin. going to be that Wisconsin, yeah. That's the that only Wisconsin highlight. Because I was proud of him that night. I say it's about time, Pastor. I say it's about time. Even Pastor. Oh, I, hey, man, look who in the building, man. Our boy in the building, man. Kevin Kane. Our brother, Kevin Kane. What it do? Cuban Kane, what up, bro? Okay, when wrote Malik, Malik made everybody cuss, but Cuban, I'm talking about as a whole. I'm talking about as your identity from time to time. I'm not talking about, you know, you slip up and drop an F-bomb when somebody does something real bad. I'm talking about when has Mark Rick, other than the Wisconsin game, ever come unglued? When have you ever even seen him digging into one of his own players on television? <laughs> you never have. <laughs> and you never will because he never has done it oh, DJ man. Shockley would make a bad throw at Georgia I ain't never seen Mark Rick cussing out DJ Shockley hey you know who in the building right you know who in the building you my know who in the god. building my god look at what I got man poor little Timmy poor little Timmy I'm coming for that fantasy football trophy next year coach who won it this year? Who won the fantasy? Hey, Coach, I, I, who won I the fantasy no football idea. this year? I, 
I have no idea. I know I got. Hell, I was out of it, man. I was out of it, man. By like the the seventh week, man, I was done, man. Yeah, we hey, Coach, we ready for it to start back up. Yeah, we gonna get in it again, man. We we getting back in there because I got I got that's all that's all I got, man. We we this is our brother right here, man. This is he should like we say all the time, man. He should have a job coaching somewhere. This man knows football, y'all. This is our guy, Coach Hayes, man. What's going on? We love you, Coach Hayes. Yeah, man, we got to get Coach Hayes up in Atlanta. Coach Hayes, we having the Utah party, the November 11th, the pre-party for the Georgia Tech game. Georgia Tech versus Miami here in Atlanta, man. We want to see all of you guys up here. Like I said, I have tickets on sale here next month. Have all of the details. Want to see all of you guys come out, man, and party, man, and get the Hurricanes ready. I don't know what the record going to be by the end, man. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be undefeated by then. I think that's like the 10th game. <laughs> that's like the uh, – well, yeah, that's uh the game is November the twelfth, so that's about the tenth because you got the ninth. That's like yeah, I think that's the tenth game. Yeah, two weeks before Thanksgiving, so that'll be game number ten. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I tell you we'll what, see Coach, everybody, you know, man, I got I got something for Coach Hayes, and, and, and I need I need to get the Streeter too. I need Coach Hayes and Streeter to both be in Atlanta, and I I, I we gotta have the the your mama contest. And, and oh yeah, I'm gonna make that a part of the. I'm gonna make that a part of the show, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we gotta have you know every yeah. break. We gotta have them going at each other with your mama jokes. And All right, definitely. Who get the biggest reaction? Oh, Cortez said he may be in uh in Atlanta this summer. Oh, for sure. That's what's up. Hey, what's up? You coming to the um, Cortez? You coming to the Georgia Tech Miami game? We gotta definitely. Hey, what's up, John Folks? What's up, John? TVD shows. What's up, Mister Folks? Coach Hayes, man, you coming up for the Georgia Tech Miami game? Talk to me. Want you to come to the oh, uh, event, man. Come to the party, man. That's a beautiful point right there. I love that point. What did he say? TVD showed some grit when he made a prediction, and they, Coach Manny Diaz, had to shut him down. We got the dogs, and Mario will unleash them. James Williams said today we are going to be different. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's what That's I'm talking about right there. Because you know Manny Diaz did not like – the charismatic stuff. He didn't like, you know. I mean, he had issue with alumni. Great coming point, through, Mr. Fulch. You know, so how important do you feel being a player's coach? Maybe being too soft with him, almost friend. Like I think you have to have that discipline factor. I agree, and I think with Mario, you have the discipline. It ain't no more players coach with Mario. <laughs> Footballville starts center for the case. She would be. <laughs> He's starting already. He's starting already. He's starting already. <laughs> hey. DJ Cole, Cole Breezy, Breezy, man. We in there. Talk to him. We in there. We in there. I'm going to see. And I'm also seeing my cousin Dion. I'm going to see if Dion going to come through because Dion be going to them games too. So, Coach, so you know if you coming yet, man? Coach, you got to be in Atlanta, man. Got some big stuff going on that weekend. We're going to have some people there, man. Have some people, man, at the uh, at the party, man. I'm going to see you there, Coach Hayes, man. Definitely, man. Got to get you in screen in the building, man. If you, nah, I'm gonna call that, you, man, bro. to see what's going on. We doing that, bro. We all, we all gonna get together. We are gonna have a spot. You talk, everybody. We are gonna promote it. Everything already official, man. It'll be, be, man. It's happening. It's, it's happening. gonna, it'll, it'll be, it'll be out next month. Everything will be out. We will put tickets on sale next month, most definitely, man. Most definitely. Football via mama. <laughs> <laughs> Tap me in. 
I got you, Cole Breeze. I'm going to text you. I'm going to get you the information. I'm going to let you know what's happening. We're going to put that together. Most definitely. I'm going to get with Dion, too, my cousin. You know, we got, I'm going to get with Earl, too. We got, we got, like I said, our little crew down here, man, we got a bunch of Canes fans down here. We be catching hell with LSU, but like I said, we don't care. We rep. <laughs> We're going to have a great time, man. It'll be like from somewhere from like 7 to seven to 2 a.m. Want to yeah. see all of you guys, man. Yes, he is, y'all. That's how I got, man. Coach Hayes, he is iconic, man. That's our boy, man. Coach Hayes, we love him to death over here on Utah. Him and Screedle, them are guys, man. Watch them all the time, man. We love them, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what it yes, is. Sir. I got to get him up here, though, man. He got to come for the weekend. Yeah, I'm going to call you right after the show. Definitely, man. I'm going to call you as soon as oh. I can, man, because we got to talk oh, anyway. Oh, oh. I'm looking at Ken Kyle. Do they have a cane bar in Atlanta? I know they got an Atlanta Canes uh, group. Yeah, they got an Atlanta Canes group. Um, I don't know about a uh, cane bar, though, uh, Ken Kyle. I don't know about a cane bar. But like I say, we're going to be uh, north of the city, twenty about 20 minutes north of the city in Duluth. So Put we're going to have Kane. that event. Put Cuban Canes ones up because I got I, I like that. It says Mario is doing an amazing job. Is there anything he has done that might be an issue? I have one thing, Cuban Kane. I got one thing that could be an issue. And it has nothing to do with the team. Well, I guess indirectly it could have something to do with the team. Mario is not taking no breaks. He I think he's only getting, according to George Diaz, like maybe three, four hours of sleep a night, if that. And I get it. He's he's going hard to make it happen. But at some point, you you, you got to, once once the day is done, go home and rest. You know, and, and I think he's, and I, I don't want to, you know, discredit his work that he's doing because he's doing an awesome job. But I just think that, you know, not getting any sleep, not, taking his time to rest and all of that. Thank I just think it. that he needs to set aside more time for himself to refresh his mind, get his mental together so he can be a better coach, you know, because you don't want him to burn himself out, you know. I mean, but this is Mario, so only Mario knows Mario. Sigmund, appreciate the dono. I like to see Mario grab Mac Brown like Mac did Manny after the game when we went to show Mac we are back. <laughs> Sigmund, <laughs> I'm going to give you my prediction. Mario is going to retire Mac Brown this year. Cuban says you hit it on the head. We don't want him to burn out. Facts, bro. Facts, bro. I mean, that's, I'm just being honest. I mean, I'm just being, you know, we're all human, you know, and your body is going to shut down. I mean, and I give it to him. When he got the job, he did the press conference. I mean, what, he went on the plane. I think he had his suit on until the next day and, and he never stopped, you know? And, and I mean, case point, I mean, burying his mother. I mean, and I get it, you know, he, he maybe going out there to practice was what he needed to do. But at the same time, the man is grieving. He's grieving, you know. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, Mr. Fudge. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Just don't burn yourself out, Mario. Take some time. Like, when spring is over, take a vacation, you know, in between, you know, spring and summer or whatever. You know, get, just enjoy your family. You know, don't, don't burn yourself out. That's what I'm scared of. Right. Well, last Frank, man, look here, man. We're gonna we're gonna call this one here a show tonight, man. We're gonna call this one a show. Anything you wanna say, man, when we before we get out of here, man, this Philly cheesesteak is is calling me, boy. I'm a little hungry, boy. I gotta go down here and get me a little sub sub, man. So talk to him, Frank it out. Man, look, 
but I said he'll be all right next practice is March 22nd. We'll see. We'll see. Um, what happens in Boston? Let me let me let me address that right quick before I give my parting words. No jobs, in my opinion, are going to be decided in the spring. That's that's not when starting jobs are decided. Spring is basically to get acclimated, get the guys that were hurt maybe out for the season, get them back into contact. Spring is basically to get your early enrollees acclimated to the college game. Spring, like in this case, we got a new coaching staff is to kind of start getting acclimated to the playbook, the culture, what they're going to do, this and that, what they expect, and start putting it together. All spring is for the players is an opportunity to put themselves on notice going into the summer and the fall. No starting jobs will be decided in the spring. That's all decided in the fall. So to answer your question, uh, Mitchell, I don't I, I mean, even if he beats him in the spring. Even if he I ain't gonna say beats him because I, I don't like that. If he has a better spring than TVD. TVD is already proven in real game action what he can do. Whereas Garcia may be doing his thing against the twos and the threes and some of the ones that may be having an off day. So nah, you 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 can't yank, you, you know, even if he has a better spring, you can't take the starting job from TVD. Yeah, but but it won't happen. That's that's not even possible. That's not even possible. I don't think so. That ain't even that's not even a possibility. But you're not gonna TVD would have to really stink up the joint in spring and in the fall, and Garcia would have to be perfect. And even then, it's gonna be a, a chess match with the coaching staff to determine it because you're talking about a guy that has put himself as a Heisman candidate. You're talking about a guy that has put himself on a lot of NFL draft boards. Right now, this year, he's playing to see where his his draft stock and where his prospect is going to fall. And, and, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't see that happening. No jobs are decided in the spring. So to answer your question real quick, uh, wait till the fall, but TVD ain't losing that job. The only way <laughs> TVD don't fall is get hurt. When never. Never, Jeffrey O'Neill. But because home. I ain't no hater, <laughs> I'm going oh, to get your props, man. man. You know, y'all the regular season team, like I told you before, man. We'll see, man, in the playoffs, man. But I can't talk. I'm down, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be watching from home. But y'all still ain't going to win it, man, because I'm with Mr. Joel Embiid. I'm over there in the East with Mr. Joel. Hey, man, I'm with Chicago, too, with them damn Bulls. I don't think that he's well, going to do nothing, man. Y'all ain't going to do nothing, man. We, we kind of having a little rough spot right now. Thank you, Mr. Stamper. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank you, Mr. Stamper. Appreciate you, Mr. Stamper. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chicago kind of kind of going through some stuff right now, but hey, man, I can't even talk about it. my Lakers. Well, my Lakers, well, oh my god. Yeah, man, y'all up there, man, about to fight fans and stuff like that. I saw uh, LeBron. Yeah, man, yeah, they mad now. LeBron, 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 punk ass. You want to go get Westbrook? Now you mad? You signed off on that? Now you mad, dog? Ain't no shut him down, dog. Play the rest of the season. You asked for him, so play with you, Russell Westbrook. That's who you wanted. I could have had DeRozan. Could have had. I could have had Buddy Hill. He wanted to go and get he wanted to go get Mr. Westbrick. He wanted to go get your man. Westbrick, man. That's your boy, Larry Frank. Yeah, that's my dude. That's my dude, man. I'm a, I'm a West I'm a Westbrook fan. Been a Westbrook fan. That's my guy. My two favorite players in the NBA right now. Westbrook. I say trade Giannis. him and Anthony Davis, boy. Anthony Davis stay hurt. He'd be over there on the sideline more than he'd be in the game, man. We 
Well, I'll tell you, bro. I'm, I got a bad, I got a bad year going on right now. Cuban King, look at, look at my uncle. He he down there, in Miami Garden. I see that. I see that. What to say, Colt? Philly got the flop. James, what the? I said you that, Kobe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be one. They look bad last night against all going to uh, against Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn last night. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm gonna be 100. I, I think I think Philly coming out. There. It ain't LeBron fault. Who fought it is then, King Kyle? I ain't even gonna get into that. Yeah, he yeah. I know me and King Kyle gotta have a conversation online about this, man. He like right. I'm trying to get to this Philly cheese steak. Go ahead and do your thing, last phrase. We get yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to shout out the whole Utah family as always, man. Always fun to get with y'all. Talk Kane's football, man. Even in the yes. off season, man. This is what we do. These Fridays, we pass these Fridays. That way we can get on through the spring and the summer. And before you know it, we back week one. So nothing but love for y'all. Appreciate y'all. And thank y'all for y'all support and all that y'all do. And, hey, thanks for being here. Most definitely. Most definitely. Man. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. We love you. Like we say, um, the Georgia Tech game. Just put that on your calendar. November the 11th. We're Friday night. You talk. We're going to host a live event here in Atlanta. So get ready. We're going to have a good time tonight. Like I said, we're going to start putting tickets on sale next month so you guys will see it, and I'll have it on the show as well. I want you guys to enjoy your weekend. We love everybody. Everybody stay safe. We'll be back here in two weeks, man. Me and Frank, dog, man, we love all of you guys, man. So everybody take care of themselves. Stay safe. And y'all know how we start every show. Hey, Larry Frank, they know how we end every show. Larry Frank, you going to go and throw it up before I say it. You want to go and throw it up before we say it? It ain't no us. Without you, baby. Without you, baby. And we out. Everybody, have a good weekend. Take care of yourself. It's you talk, baby. It's you talk, baby. Y'all want to show some love, give some support to my boy Devin, founder of Utah Nation. Continuous success, brother. And all I got to say is, it ain't no me. Without you, baby. It ain't no me without you, baby. It ain't no me without you, baby. Yeah. Utah is the people show. Utah is the people know. Yeah. This is Hurricane season. Only legends come up out there. You like Chris Dogs, I will drive people Just being frank, I got they flank like a cornerback And I ain't even much of Florida cat But hurricanes, I know more of that than most Cause I've seen them turn our houses into boats That's that real talk, baby, I hope you was taking notes That's that real talk, baby, LA Nation Coast to coast, is that Utah Yeah, it's Utah, baby Yeah, it's Utah, baby Number one podcast